Haydn and the surrounding area has lots of different attractions to see as well as Wave Rock. There is also Malka's Cave, the Humps and Hippo's Yawn which also have indigenous history which you can find out when visiting these spots. It is believed that Haydn doesn't have many indigenous residents due to an ancient legend of Malka's Cave. This legend can be discovered by visiting Malka's Cave at the Humps. All these sites have great walking trails of different abilities and aside from the famous rock formations there is also beautiful flora and fauna to check out along the way. Depending on the time of year you're travelling through the district, you may be lucky enough to see a mountain devil lizard sunning itself on the side or eagles flying gracefully overhead hunting for food. You can head to the Tourist Information Visitor Centre to find out more about all these attractions and drives. Alternatively, the locals are very knowledgeable and will be happy to help. During peak season, the wildflowers come alive. Keep your eyes peeled for wildflowers on the side of the road on your travels, but please remember that picking the wildflowers is prohibited. Many coaches visit Hyden during this season and tours are also provided around the area. Here we interview one of our local tour guides to see what it's like. Carly and how many people do you take on tour each season? Between August and October, we do about 10 tours a week. The group size ranges from four people to 100 people. I guess I meet 5,000 people a year through the tours. What's the most interesting or difficult question you've ever been asked? Geology teachers give me nightmares. The, the rock is made of a volcanic rock. It's 2.64 billion years old. And you could imagine the geology surrounding a rock like that. They ask the most difficult question. The colours in the face of the wave are created by feldspars, but exactly how this happens, well, I'm not a geology teacher. So I'm afraid that's where the difficult questions come. So what's the funniest thing that's happened on one of your tours? In one of the groups, I had a man who was really keen to climb up on top. And I'm a real fan of getting people to the top of the rock because up there, 50 metres above ground level, in really what is quite a flat landscape, you can see for a long way, about 40 kilometres. Anyhow, this man, his wife was sort of jumping around saying, oh, I don't think you should do this, Harold, and ah, 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 getting, getting quite agitated. I got this man to the top of the rock at his insistence. Once we got there, he said, oh, my kids, no one will ever believe that I've got up here. I said, why is this? Why won't anyone believe it? He goes, well, I'm completely blind. I can't see a thing. So then I had the problem of getting him down. <laughs> oh, that's a great story. Also, have you ever had anything go wrong on a tour? Well, Nothing serious. We've never had anything, anything scary or any, any accidents on a tour. Uh, I do have four school-aged children and they will often help me. Uh, in fact, they're pretty competent at running the tours without me if I get a little bit behind. They, on the very first tour we went on, managed to get lost. Well, I lost them. But I did find them again uh, and that's as bad as it's got. So, what's, what is the Noongar significance of the rock? And is there any traditional ownership involvement in the tours? In the tours themselves, there isn't um, a traditional ownership component. I am not a traditional Austra uh, an Indigenous Australian. 
There are four family groups that can claim traditional ownership or land rights to this particular area, and that is because it's not one Noongar tribe's territory, it is actually a meeting point for, for Noongar people all over the southwest of Western Australia. And a lot of the artwork, the history that we do know, explains this to us. Okay, that's great. Thank you very much. My pleasure.